<laughs> I had to wait. Lucky was right outside the studio. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to say the opening this week. Instead, I'm going to let one of my heroes say it. And I'll put up a picture of the character that he played. And he read this for me. It was very cool. Hold up. What's up, Banana Bunch? Talking to three people. Amazing. Master Shake. Hey, listen, I've been talking about food for over a year. And now it's the time that food starts talking about me. Uh, I'll play that whole clip because, you know, I've been talking on the show for a while about how I wanted people to call the hotline here. Well, now that we have that as a thing, um, I'm going to start airing those clips because I've gotten a few in here. But please don't stop calling, uh, especially if you're heroes of mine in the voice world. Um, 513-674-6855. You can leave an anonymous voicemail. We'll play it on the show. It'll be great. All kinds of fun stuff. Whew, baby. It's going to be a quick one for me. I am actually not feeling so hot right now. Anyway, I hope you're all doing very well out there. Uh, that's why Lucky was outside the studio making fun of the way I say, what's up, Banana Bunch? Uh, great times all around. All kidding aside, super stoked. Um, we've got some fun stuff coming up for you today. Uh, you know, I, I've been noticing, though, lately here at the Jungle, you know, we, we get a lot of new products. We get a lot of fun things happening. Uh, and I get a lot of questions about festivals. It's really crazy to me because it really feels like our weekends are about to start heating up. Yeah. Okay. I think you. I think you're picking up what I'm putting down. Um, that's a fun teaser. Okay. We got all kinds of fun things going on. I'm so excited. I love a good festival. And you know, we've done things like the wine festival. We did beer fest last year. We had fizz fest. I'm hoping fizz fest makes a return this year too. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to all kinds of fun things coming up on the Jungle Docket. But of course, I like to remind you, just stay on junglegyms.com. We have an events calendar there. You can follow along to see what kind of stuff is going on. Um, if you're obviously a listener of the show, you're going to get this information here as well as social media as we'll start blasting it out. And uh, yeah, it's probably my favorite part of the job is I get to know things before you and then tell you about it. Oh my gosh. Well, speaking of things I knew a lot about, uh, we've got a fun thing coming up in Cincinnati here soon. And it just made sense to be uh, involved with this somehow. It's called Food Fun. It's kind of like chopped, but on a local level. Um, if you're in the area, I would recommend coming and jumping in. Uh, I'll let uh, the creator, or not, excuse me, not the creators, but the current hosts of Food Fight, Kayla and Christian, who are going to join me on the show here in just a second. I'll let them give you all the details, but it's a lot of fun. You can actually even come and compete. What's fun about the event, and, and I'm hoping that we said this very clearly, but I'm just going to say it again here now, because what's the worst? You just tune me out either this time or later. Um... But what's so cool about the event is that you get to have the option of either you put your name in a hat. You could maybe end up being a judge for the competition or you could end up being a competitor. I think that's a great wrinkle in the competition. I love a good food competition. Um, Christian, I know you guys have met him on the show a few times. You know, Food Network, he's been all over the place. Netflix, you name it. Uh, but I wanted to bring in Kayla. Kayla is the executive chef at Arnold's, which, as you'll find out, is one of the oldest uh, continuously operating, uh, she said it correctly, uh, restaurants here in Cincinnati. Kayla was a delight. And it took everything in both mine and Christian's power to be quiet and let her talk. Now, I should mention as well, and I always put, like, if we if we say a few expletives throughout the show, I'll always tag it on the podcast side, but I don't think anybody on YouTube is super upset about it. But, you know, when you get comfortable around your friends, you might say a few, uh, might, might throw in a, a few words here and there. So don't be weird about it. I'm letting you know now, if you're really upset by the word, like, shit, 
just be cool or don't. It's like literally a split second. It is barely, it is an imperceivable speck in the timeline of your life. So just move on. Okay, cool. Let's just dive right into this. I'm excited for you to meet Kayla and see Christian again. And I hope to see all of you at Food Fight. All right, everyone, we're here. It's a food fight time. It's food fight season. I'd like to fight over food, but more importantly, I would like to fight my two guests today. Returning friend of the show, Christian Gill. Hello, hello, Christian. How are you today? Hi, hello. I am doing very well. Thank you so much for asking. If Kayla doesn't ask me as well, we're going to have problems. <laughs> This is where the fighting starts. It's where the fighting starts. I want to know. I want you to know that I was second state champ wrestler. Were you really? Twice. All right. This episode just. <laughs> all right, Kayla. Let's not talk about winning chopped. Let's not talk about your chef accolades. Let's talk about let's wrestling. Talk about singlets. Yeah. I mean, well, I know, listen. I know how good I look in them, so I'm prepared for singlets. this. Yeah. I mean, I remember the days of dancing girdle and leotards. So that's fine. Yeah. 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 Let's go. We've had wrestlers in here. I had somebody get body slammed right about where you guys are sitting right oh now. Oh my gosh. I've thought about having him back, but then they just didn't share the show enough, and I was like, mm, well, that's the whole reason you asked to be here. So. Right yeah, that's yeah. that's the rule. I was like, and so the, for those of you bothering me in my DMs right now, if you don't do your due diligence, which is just hitting the share button, I'm canceling you. Oh. I'm telling everybody you played the Harry Potter game. Oh. <laughs> oh. I knew I would trigger him. Hey, but for real, Kayla, tell me a little bit about yourself, uh, since I know, but I don't think the audience quite knows. I know I dropped the chop heat. Arnold's, talk to me. Yeah, so um, I am the executive chef at Arnold's Bar and Grill. Um, recently have won Chopped, uh, won Guy's Grocery Games, been on the Today oh, cool. Show, um, had a few other, I did Man vs. Food, um, Cheap Beats. So been doing the TV stuff for the last five, six, maybe seven years seven now. Years. Actually, seven years, yeah. yeah. That's super cool. Yeah, so um, have worked in this industry for 16 years, um, raised my daughter in this industry. She'll be 13 soon. Oh, cool. And so she knows her way in and out of a kitchen. She knows to say, like, coming through, hot behind. <laughs> like, she knows it all. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the, the E True Hollywood. That's amazing. Uh, and I hear hot behind. That's like you can, That's like an expression you can only say to your coworker in the food industry. Yes, yeah. very true. I catch my, like so many times when I go through grocery stores and I'll be like behind and, and people just are like, what? Like, they get, Why'd you talk about I my know. ass for? Well, we got to bring back like the juicy, uh, the juicy branding on the butts. Uh, you yes, know? Yes. But it should just oh say behind gosh. now instead. Well, so, this is, here's my next $100 idea. Juicy well, butt branding's coming back, look. unfortunately. It it's coming. Yeah. I'm going to get, I'm working on my own merch line, but I want mine to have like way too much text to read. <laughs> so you, like, really, you have to really stare. It's, it's okay. how's my driving. It's one of those on the I, back of semi trucks. Honestly, just like the opening three pages of the Brothers Karamazov. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, deep cut literally. I'm well read, folks. Um, See, I want mine to just have Body by Biscuit slogan on the bottom and just says lard across the ass <laughs> or butter. That way, that's, those are the ones I want. Mine or be, biscuit. Mine would be Commander and Beef, but that might get a little weird no that's no, it that's, that's <laughs> great it's, it's gonna go it's gonna go viral and sell more because there we of, go. right just put beef across the back. there we go yeah because what's gonna happen is you're gonna have the copycats right we talked about the singlets don't think for one second i'm not ordering a banana hammock that says commander and beef on it now <laughs> oh yes i mean that's your product for real people would go. unfortunately buy that <laughs> if you need unfortunately purchase products i'm happy to help kayla love that um i, I wanted to dive in since uh people may not be familiar with arnold's but if i'm not mistaken is Arnold's like the oldest restaurant in the city? Oldest in, oldest running bar and restaurant in the city. That's crazy. Yep. yep. So we started, um, the building was built in 1838 and ran as a brothel until Whoa. 1861 when 
Simon Arnold had taken it over, uh, had been in the Arnold's family for generations and were most known for um, when his son Hugo Arnold had it and made bathtub gin. Okay. Um, and we became, during Prohibition, you know, we were bootlegging uh, gin out of our bathtub, which still stands. Yeah, it's um, still upstairs, right? Yeah, it's still upstairs. Uh, we have a mock-up outside that people can <laughs> ride in. Not really ride in. It's got, it was supposed to be operable, but... I think I'm taking a few we can't photos. Get it. Yeah, you can take photos in it. Can't drive it anymore. Um, and th- yeah, it's been running as that ever since. So it's it's an incredible place. I've been there five years almost. Yeah. And truly, I mean, like, I know a lot of restaurant people say, like, this is family. But, like, legitimately, I've gone on vacation with the owners. We've spent holidays really with each cool. other. It is legit family. Oh, I love that so much. Yeah. That's really cool. I, you know, and the whole time leading up to this, I was like, I'm going to ask her if it's the oldest restaurant. And then I'm going to ask, what's the oldest food you serve there? Oh my gosh, the Greek spaghetti. But it is like, okay, mm-hmm. so, the, so the joke would have worked great. Yes. I, I blew it already. Yes, 1957. No it's kidding. been on the menu since 1957. Yeah. And so um, it was actually created by the owner at the time, which was a Greek family, mm-hmm. um, his wife. So Arnold's has just a really rich history of female power, basically, yeah. which is really incredible. You know, Rhonda, who had owned it for uh, 20 years, um, and and the history of it being started by a woman in 1838. Yeah, um, yeah, it's got it's just got a really cool, unique history blend to it. It's such a cool space to be in too, and they're mm-hmm. shooting that. They're shooting uh, the well. It's Wise Guys in production. I'm sure that will change before it gets released. But the De Niro movie, right? Yep, yep, yep. So I've been um, babysitting the restaurant a couple days a week, watching the whole set go down. So it's cool. it's been super cool. I've been. I mean, Christian and I have been a part of many things on TV. Yeah. Um, a major motion picture is totally like the the craziest thing to witness um the amount of structure that is in when it comes to production sure. is insane so and the directors are really scary <laughs> they will literally yell at you oh for sure so. I, it's a really uh, th- that environment's so weird every time i'm on any set actually until the the ad that i was just telling you guys about uh most sets are like the most high stress in a weird way. It kind of reminds me of how I assume working in a kitchen would be. Although not that there's yes. necessarily yeah. like, there's all, a weird thing that I find in the film world and TV commercial, all this stuff until very recently, everybody was also like angry. <laughs> like they were just like unhappy to be at this. And I don't know. I mean, I guess for me being talent was always cool because I'm like, oh, I have the best job, right? Everybody kisses your ass all day long. They're doing your hair and makeup and like patting and just saying nice things to you when everyone else is like having the worst day of their life. I think that's every day. every day <laughs> and they are miserable and they hate it. And I always wonder, I'm like, why do they still you know what I mean? Because like we're crazy and yeah. we love what we do. We're just right. sadists. Yeah. But, but you know, the thing is, Food I sadists. never feel that way in, like, at least on the customer side. Like, I think I could walk into a kitchen and maybe, yeah, you guys are like shouting commands at each other. I don't really feel the animosity. There is some strange thing that happens on film sets and TV sets and all this stuff where everybody's just like, this is your last day. And they all have that energy. And you're just like, you know what I mean? Like, you know? That's so funny. It's so wild to me. And I, it's, so it's kind of funny that, that there was a little bit of crossover there I would too. say both, I would say having, because I've also worked in a video production company yeah. before. So understanding both of like being a producer and being a chef, your job is 
pretty much the same. You are putting out fires yeah. on right. a daily basis. Yeah. Yeah. So they definitely do cross over. Um, luckily, our environments change. Like you, you mentioned, you touched on it. Like I don't walk into many kitchens anymore and feel like, oh God, no. yeah. scared. Scream at me. Yeah, I, no. I feel like I walk onto TV sets more that are more like, oh. Yeah, like, intense. Yeah. I think the lowest, the like the most Zen TV set I ever walked on, I did not purposefully walk on. I was just sitting casually in uh, Battery Park in, or Washington Park in um, New York. And there was just grips everywhere. And then there was equipment. And I was like, what are they doing? <laughs> and I was talking to one of my producers for a different show mm -hmm. and like in the park. And then just all of a sudden there were just groups of people. And I was like, is it a flash mob? And then I was like, what are we on set for? And then Ice Cube walked by. Oh. Or, um, sorry, T. Ice to drink walked by. <laughs> and I went, oh my what God, it's Law & Order. Oh, <laughs> I'm on set for Law & Order. Oh my God. That's, yeah, one ice to drink walked by and I went, yeah. ah, and then Mariska Hargitay walked by and I was like, ah! Like, and then and I was the worst extra on set that day. But all of the crew, the most cash. Like, That's because cool. they're so used to it and it's New York, right. so they're already getting, hey, Fuck you all. Yeah, yeah, exactly. like, I'm walking here. I'm walking Big walking, walking here. here energy. Yeah, you look good. You goom like it. Yeah. yeah we all see all of the beverage themed rappers all of the time. <laughs> get out of here. I'm, I'm like trying to get my dog to piss on the sidewalk. He's pissed on your shoe. Like it's right. just a lot of that. And the crew was just like, yep. <laughs> yeah, you love cool. it. It's just another Tuesday. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Just Here for two. Yeah, give me more Tuesdays. Traumatic yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, so obviously it makes sense that you both came together having had a lot of uh, success in the TV food realm, obviously also in the actual food realm, which probably parlayed into the TV side of things. So let's talk about food fight. Oh. And let's do this repeatedly. Uh, <laughs> uh, but seriously, talk to me about food fight. Who wants to lead at this point? I, I don't want to keep cutting you out, Christian. I just, you know, before beforehand, I was like, Kayla's never been here before, guys. We got to make sure that we give her some spotlight and time to shine. And then Christian and I will do our usual thing where we just yell at each other for 30 minutes. <laughs> That's been happening for the last 30 minutes already. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wait for the uncensored podcast that I will be blackmailing everybody in the room with. Oh. <laughs> Um, <laughs> oh, so food fight. Yeah. So when Mike, <laughs> when Mike Floria had announced that him and Lee were passing or like, basically they were done with food fight, which food fight has been our local culinary competition for the last, this will be the 10th year. Oh, wow. Yeah. So 10 years it's been going on. Um, and it was something for me that meant the world, um, to be able to go to this. Uh, because that's where I found my food service industry committee or committee community, mm -hmm. um, both. Yeah, for sure. Both. And so uh, that's where I met my friends. That's where actually I met Christian and within, I remember like seeing you there and, um, you know, just making myself like I was new in this town, new as a chef. That's where I found my community. And yeah. so when he announced that he was passing it, I just instantly was like, oh, I want to be a part of this. And of course, I was like, Christian. I, he was like my first thought. So messaged both of them around the same time and they were both already on the same page. Like he was thinking the exact same thing. I was thinking, Mike was thinking the same thing. We two both were thinking and it just was a lot of thinking of the same thinking into one <laughs> thinking brain. And we collaborated. <laughs> so that, and then so I reached out to Christian and he was like, yep, I already like, let's do this. And that's kind of where we're at now. Yeah. Um, 
So explain it like I'm five, right? Like I walked in, because I, I know I've been to Food Fight before, mm -hmm. but I was trying to explain it to someone else, and I was like, you know, mostly I just talk to people and eat food. So I know that's obviously reductive, but like what can you, experience, what can you expect if you're coming to Food Fight this year? So when you come to Food Fight, traditionally we have a potluck where we just, everyone in the community, the public can bring whatever they want. Uh, Crave case, conies, you wanna make cookies, you, whatever food you wanna make, you can bring it. Um, and then, so you have a potluck table, there's a bar, I'm cash bar. I'm making a case. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making a grave. And By making, making the order. Oh, I know, I'll make Placing. it. I'll, I'll even make, make a really shitty, like, children's drawing of the box. He's It'll be terrible. He's going to get the frozen White Castles out of the freezer that. section. <laughs> and then not actually, Come like, heat now. them up, just put them into a, like, hot suitcase. Listen, I'm Love an it. expert, okay? I'm going to get Crystal Brand and then tell oh. everybody it's in themed by White Castle, then people will be like, oh, that's a little different. I'm like, yeah, I made it myself. You're gonna just start <laughs> yeah. your own food fight at that's, the potluck table. That's a, Well, it'd be more of like a food friendship thing. It'll just be a lot of shaking of hands. <laughs> no, this is, that's my move. Like when you buy the pre-cut cookie baked dough and then you just roll it into a ball and then you're like, yeah, nobody knows that these were previously cubes now. <laughs> and then no I'm like, the office mm, potluck. Yeah. preservative, yum. Yeah, exactly. Everyone else knows. So it was just like, listen, Mark, you did not make those sea salt caramel chocolate junk. The Pillsbury Doughboy <laughs> did. And I was like, All right, you shaped stop. them. Yes, you thank them. you. Yeah. So yeah, therefore I'll, I'll you made shape them. young minds next. Nice. You know? cookies. <laughs> Through cookies. So, oh so, yeah, yes. sorry, sorry. So, um, See, this happens every time. This is I why I was this. very. I'm just sitting back, like, okay. See, that was why I was like, hey, I'm going to give you a little more mic action, too, <laughs> since we're loud and idiots. Uh, that was why I literally made a point before we started to be like, make sure we let Kayla talk. <laughs> make sure we let Kayla talk. Uh, so, so they walk in, potluck, so you walk cases. in, potluck, um, add to the potluck. If you're, and then of course there's a cashless bar this year. So bring cash. If you don't have tickets yet, $10 Wait, at the door. You just said it was a cashless. Cashless bar, but we'll take cash at the door for the tickets. Okay, just want to be very yeah. clear. Cash at the door for tickets, $10, easy to get a $10 bill. If you don't buy tickets online or if the tickets are sold out online, mm -hmm. we will still have tickets at the door. Cashless bar starring Molly Wellman. So you can expect her to be shaking Love it Molly, up. Yeah. And mm -hmm. then um, potluck. And then of course, there's just gonna be, there's a DJ, DJ Mowgli, so Rhea Matlib. Uh, he'll be there spinning the ones and twos. We'll have an audio team. We'll have video uh, to do a live stream in-house. Oh, cool. So that way, if you can't actually see the kitchen, you'll be able to see on TVs that are around the Tunnel Club. Yeah. Uh, and then of course, at seven o'clock, we'll draw names out of the pot. We'll draw for the first round and the second round, and the, we'll draw judges for the third round. So what we do is three judges for the first round, Three competitors, three judges for the second round, three competitors, three judges for the third round. And if somebody throws their name in this pot, they don't know which one of the three they could potentially be, Correct. Right? Yes. Yep, you have to be willing and ready to throw down on either side. I've been them both. Have you judged before? I have not. Okay, yep. My first one I judged, um, and then the second one I competed. Oh, cool. So, yeah. mm -hmm. I love that. That's actually, I think maybe the most exciting part about this so far is that I knew there were, I knew there were those th three roles, but I didn't realize that you could just, yeah, it could go horribly wrong. Oh, or, <laughs> or horribly right. I, I mean, and the thing is I'm, I'm more, I'm way intrigued. I want to see somebody who's just like, I'm going to be a judge. <laughs> oh, I and know. Then go and then and throw and fight. Ruin it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, and go right. <laughs> like, well, that's the thing is, and I've had to tell people as people have just, continually slid into my DMs like, 
I would love to judge. And I'm like, put your name in the pot. But if you get drawn to fight, you're fighting. And they're like, I don't want to fight. Then don't put your name in the right, pot. Right. Then mm-hmm. you got to just like, like, it's a gamble. Hey, listen, I see it. Sports betting's legal in Ohio now. So this is the same thing. But yep. what's yeah. And don't don't think that if we draw your name to judge and then you try to back out of it, that we're not going to shame you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Like you. It's oh, food fight. All right. It's this food fight. Serious. Yeah. yeah. Like we want you to have anyone that puts their name in has a healthy respect for the industry mm-hmm. and for the food. Okay. Because you have no idea what the ingredients are going to be. You don't know if you've ever used them before. Everyone wants to eat food. Everyone thinks they're the best critic. Everyone wants to judge. Not everyone has that respect for food on the other side. Sure. So that's why we want to, like, that's why it's just one pot. Mm-hmm. So. That, oh, and it's, it's also just to, like, this whole event was started by celebrating our culinary industry. It right. started with Mike and few friends at, on a Monday night. And so, um, and it just grew and grew and grew into now we're holding it and it's going to be anywhere from three to 400 people. You know, this is, it's meant to celebrate the industry. So as much as we for sure encourage the home cooks, because there's so many people who with home cook backgrounds, they've worked in industries. They would love to be able to chance to throw down as long as they have the same respect that we're here to do this for our food service industry. Um, throw your name in the pot, yeah. you know, just be, just be prepared to yeah. throw down with a fellow chef. That sounds yeah. fun. Do you all, I mean, obviously we're here at the jungle, so this is where I got to lead into this. Like, are you using, would you use weird ingredients in the baskets too? I mean, are there, oh, yeah. Yeah. There are we, some, we just walked around and found some really fun stuff and it, oh, it, yes. it's been really fun actually, like walking through with you, uh, Christian, who can't, Obviously, people can't see it. Me gesturing toward him. Yeah. <laughs> so the video um, episode they will. Oh, perfect. So, yeah. uh, so, but it's been fun. Like when we pick something up, and it's like, what would you do with this? What would you do this? Since we both have the experience, it's yeah. really fun just to pick through, you know, our minds and just see like what would we what we would do. But it's yeah. going to be so cool to yeah. see what other people are going to do and for us to be on the other side. Sure. I know. <laughs> I can't tell you how much anxiety it is. No. No. I don't want good anxiety. Good anxiety. Food fight. Haven't we have been on those like you know chopped and guys grocery games and and all those other shows that um, the anxiety from that is not even so much the cooking. It's the um, the pressure of lights, camera, action, all this stuff, right? Us as chefs, we tell people when you come to these type of competitions, or if you're going to go on and do these competitions, just be yourself. You're a chef, you're a cook, you know, food, you know, whatever it is, just be yourself. Um, And that's what I'm excited to see other people be able to do, which we have witnessed in the last 10 years of food fight. I've seen people do crazy interesting things with fish heads and you had a whole chicken. (laughs) had a whole chicken that was like freshly harvested in the back brought out still warm feathers on everything no kidding that was my first food fight i was going to ask you all what some of like the fun weird ingredients you've seen those are two winners yeah. uh was there anything that you saw today that you might not use that you were like oh this could be fun though Ooh, um there's so many cool things black yeah. sesame flavored soy milk I see that all the time and I'm like, I think I'm going to get it today. And then I forget to get it by the time I'm leaving. But I'm curious. I bet it's delicious. I think it's probably really good. I haven't had anything here that's bad yet. But I mean, I have kind of like, you know, stayed away from things like I know we have like the cow bile out in international frozen. So I'm like, all right, maybe I just won't try that one. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, I'm like, "Mm, 
ex, you know, expand those horizons. Yeah. That's and where I'm at. Like Mike and Lee literally would come to Jungle Gyms to buy the specialty ingredients for the baskets. Yeah. Oh, so the way that the baskets work. Yeah, thank you. We pick all of the judges and competitors. Round one, judges will sit down, competitors will come stand out. We will bring out the secret ingredient baskets. They'll open them. They have to use all of the ingredients in the baskets in their dish. Mm-hmm. There's a small pantry for them to use as well to like elevate or accentuate, support the dish. Some of the basics, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then that literally they have 30 minutes on the clock, ready, go. They only have to make one plate and then they have the 30 minutes and then the judges literally will judge them on creativity, taste, presentation, and overall use of ingredients use of ingredients yeah very cool. yeah so. so very much like dropped yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i mean but, but that's a, look it's a great format that's why i kind of singular or single out chopped as being kind of the reason i think that we're having a food revolution right now you know because prior to that show food network existed forever and people liked it chopped was the thing i'll never forget the first time i ever saw it we thought it was a spoof show and we're like and then i kept seeing ted allen i was like oh well, what's going, you know, and I was like, I recognize him from Queer Eye, but I was like, is is this a bit? And then, you know, uh, you're 10 minutes into the show. I'm like, oh, this is, this Legit. is not a bit. This is mm-hmm. it. And then it kind of became a cultural phenomenon. You know, you had some stuff like what Guy Fieri was doing with Triple D and I was, I'm sorry. I always call him Guy Gieri at my house and I call it Triple G for Guyner's Gra- It's a long, stupid joke. Gra- but in my head, I was yeah. like, it is Triple D, right? Uh, anyway, but you know, you had those things, but Chop to me took kind of this base level. Cause what Guy's doing in my opinion is awesome, which is like coming in and finding like hidden gems and exposing you to kind of like Americana, right? Mm-hmm. Chopped took all of the snooty shit that you maybe don't love about cooking and made it accessible to random people that had cable. Mm-hmm. And, and, and to me, it's been really instrumental in encouraging this environment, right? Where this is the thing now, now we're doing our own version of uh, something similar, right? Mm-hmm. It's very interesting to me. I thought it was so cool that you're on Chopped. I, Kayla, let me tell you a secret. My oh Chopped dream, <laughs> what I always wanted to do. I, oh, so first off, I'm like, a, I'm a good home chef, right? Like I would never be like, I'm a killer in the kitchen, but I, I know what I'm doing. Are you going to throw your name in the pot? I am thinking about it, Ooh. actually. Because um, I, think I, I think I do fine. I think you should do it. But I... Uh, my real dream was, especially once I started making friends in the, in the restaurant industry, I was like, I want to go on Chopped and just royally fuck it up. Like, just go in and, like, I want Scott Conant fuming the ent- from the moment I enter the set. And I was just like, I bet we could fake the B-roll enough with this to get me into there just to go on the show and go masterfully off the rails the whole time. Like, yeah, whatever. I'll, you know, and just, like, prepare things in the most awful way possible. I mean, I can't even imagine them trying to ask me questions about what I'm doing. Oh yeah, that one's hard. When they do ask you, when they're up there asking, they tell you just talk. Yeah. (laughs) Just keep talking. That's easy when that's your job all the time. My job is to make food. Yeah, Yeah. I can't, I feel like that's gotta be the worst part. But for me, it's gonna be great because I'm gonna be like, yeah, I put milk in the fryer because it sounded like it was gonna be a (laughs) delay. Fried milk. (laughs) Yeah. For for Scott, you literally. Just red onions. Just red onions. Yeah, I was gonna say red onions. Red onions on everything. So he Or I do it on no plates but one of them. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's Scott's plate. I was like, yeah, Scott, I believe uh, you called a little Scarpetta. Use your bread and uh, swipe it up, baby. Oh, and, oh my gosh, he would flip. His wig would come off. <laughs> and his, his halfway undone tie would also come off. It'd be great. I am pushing the Scott Conant's wearing a wig conspiracy right now. That's oh my, my big thing. So. I don't think I knew he was wearing a wig. I'm going to have to look it up. I don't know if he, I don't know if he is or not. He just has just, really great hair. And I'm just like, uh, hmm. That can't be real. Yeah, exactly. That's my take anymore now. Actually, I think he's bald right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know why he's bald? Because he just took the wig off. <laughs> I, that, I think that was like the thought. I saw that recently on social. I was like, yeah. So I'm right. That was like when John Travolta suddenly was like, oh, I look good with a shaved head. I was like, yeah, dude, because you've had it for 25 years. You've just been <laughs> lying to us. And it's cool. Bald is cool. Stop yeah. being weird about it. Yeah. You know? I think Scott just really liked Michael Simon's bald head. And so he was like, mm. I want to be Michael How Simon. How you say no? He was either that or what's his name? Chris Santos, Chris right? Santos. Yeah. Uh, he was my judge. Yeah. Oh, was he really? Yeah, yeah he was awesome. Uh, he seemed Super, cool. super cool dude. See, that's awesome. Who else was on your show? Manit. Oh, she's Love great her. too. Yeah, she's been fan. my judge um, twice. Yeah, and then um, oh goodness, I always butcher her name. She's fairly new. It was her first time judging Chop. She's mostly oh, cool. been on guys. Tiffany Faison. Nope, starts with an A. She's a single mom. Um, Antonia. Mm -hmm. Antonia. Love, Love Antonia. her. Yeah, cool. she's been my judge three, two times. You got a good well. lineup on that one. Yeah, That's really twice. cool. Yeah. So yeah, people aren't doing their research when they. Uh, when they're having me, I'm like, ah, uh, I remember you. See, I want to see all of the judges on those shows compete because, like, you know, they, they do. do some, well, they you get do. some of the chop, chop champions, yeah. but I feel like you get the B team. You don't get like the A. Like, I want to see like all. I want guy in there. I want you know what I mean. The people who are like, no, 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 I'm still hosting the show mm -hmm. because I know they can kill it too. Like, that's the that's really the dream, right? You know, you want to see guy versus Bobby versus Giada. Yeah, Whoa. I mean, kind of right. Like, because no. that's the thing. I want my mind to be blown. And not saying that the others don't, because they're great, very talented people, but it's always that thing where you're like, how do we get to the how do we get to the S tier? You know? Isn't there a show? Isn't it's not Master Chef, but is it Master Chef? The show where like Bobby and all Iron Chef. Aren't Iron those Chef. all well, like Iron big Chef's guns? gone? Yeah, Iron uh, Chef's yeah. gone, but that was all the big guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which was which was fun. I'm like, bring yeah. it back. Yeah. You know, and we've had so many big guns come since that show even went yeah. off the air. You yeah. know? Ugh. I mean yeah. I've there was that episode of MasterChef where they randomly were like, oh yeah, Gordon, you won't get in the kitchen? Oh, Gordon, you go in. They only have 30 minutes left. And Gordon literally went in and made like a and chicken pot it. pie and killed it. Of oh, course he did. Yeah. But see, that's what I want to see, right? Like, because the thing is, I think for so many of the general audience, they're just like, can these guys cook or can yeah. they, are they just talking a right. big game, right? And the thing is, of course they can. That's why they're talking to you on TV, right. you know? But I think like, I don't know, there's that, that little weird disconnect I want. I just want a little bit of helpful chaos, mm -hmm. right? Helpful That's why I'm gonna chaos. pour milk in the fryer. Oh That's why I'm serving Scott a plate of red onions. You know what I mean? I'll go <laughs> in there, I'll cosplay milk. Chris Santos. I don't give a shit, like, oh my okay? Gosh. You honestly could go in these days with the amount of TikTok hacks that are infuriating, but apparently really good, like the milk French toast or the ice cream French toast. Oh yeah, I mean, that, that makes sense. They literally you melt, melt ice cream, cream you dredge your, uh, you soak your bread in ice cream, and then you pan fry. That makes sense. It yeah, makes I mean sense. the creme anglaise, just, yeah. which is essentially what you are. That's I mean like the base of right. French. No. Dredge. Right. Yeah. Like it's, it's, so it's, it's not far. sweeter. It's one of those things where I, I imagine it's got to be infuriating for you because like I'll watch these things and be like, it, I'm always doing this face. And I'm like, eh, no shit. Like, you know, because it's like, oh, you normally just use milk, but this time you put milk and sugar. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? I'm like, oh, wow. It's amazing that that tastes better, you know? 
Oh, yeah, that's got to be awful. TikTok trends. That would be a fun um, mystery. Uh, like, up to mystery open up a little paper that says you have to shake garlic in a freaking cup. That would be oh, fun. Or I don't even know what other TikTok the food trends. Garlic, there's so many there's different so ones. Many, or you have to put dry pasta into a casserole dish with and dump all your or dump all your <laughs> spaghetti ingredients yep. on the That's counter. That's my yep. favorite. I'm always just like this is this is a bit, right? But then I'm like, oh, it's not funny, so it's definitely not a bit. Or then well, maybe no, it's serious. like anti. I know People it's everyone's so creative, and yeah. then they just it's yeah. This the is execution the execution isn't true. Well, no. this is the problem no. with like the, it, someone's gonna take this quote way out of context, but whatever. I'm just okay. gonna say this is a problem with being too inclusive in certain aspects of life, right? Because the thing is, think about how many hours both of you, even just alone, have spent refining and honing your craft to become a top tier chef, right? Mm -hmm. And then someone on TikTok's like, what if I put pasta in a, in a glass dish and baked it? You know, and you're, and, and like the thing is you gotta, we all have to sit there and clap right. like, oh, cool. You know, and I, I, I don't know, I see it with music a lot, right? I see it with like any other art forms mm -hmm. where you're kind of like, it is in, at once, it's like, yes, I want everybody to be a part of the party, but I also want there still to be reverence for those who have invested a lot of time and effort into what they do and what mm -hmm. they're passionate about because yep. that's mm -hmm. why you all are great. At, that's why I'm interviewing you and not someone else, right? right. Because yeah. you both invested the time in creating this cool thing and making interesting products and doing these, you know, getting on these TV shows and like coming up with, you know, and like bringing Food Fight back to life, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like when Eminem called out mumble rap and like about them like not respecting they're the elders, yeah. and like and where it came from, and just like making a mock to him, making a mockery of it. Like, it's it's kind of the same thing with like TikTok, but at the same time, I will say that I do have mad respect for the people on TikTok that are day in day out just grinding to put food content out there. Sure, like, it's a lot of work. For it's, sure, it's a lot of work. The, those that are doing it for real. Yeah, those yep. that are just doing the like you know uncooked hard shell eggs into a pan with chocolate trying to like making weird stuff for the sake of triggering people right don't like those people but yeah. like everybody else like mad props to them yeah of course the comment, look making content is kind of sucks yes I, no, it does yes. It's, it's no, we all, the three yeah. of us know because it is a non-stop thing it's yeah. something it's like that fun conversation we've had here a few times i'm like listen when I leave, I'm still kind of on the clock. Yes. And I know that that's not the same for everyone else's jobs here, but just like keep that in mind. That's, yeah. And that's the thing. It's just like, it ultimately is a form of respect, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we all turn into Alexander Hamilton. We just go nonstop all day long trying to make content. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, gosh. Sorry. Hamilton. Sorry. Wolf. Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I'll, I'll give Off you my, I'll give, yeah, let's, let, let's call it. We're at 32. Uh, where can everybody get tickets to Food Fight? Don't let me forget to roast Hamilton when we're off air. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, but where can we get tickets for this? How do we follow along in the meantime? And when exactly is it? Yes. So Food Fight is February 20th. It starts at 6. Um, we pull or we draw at 7, and okay. it should go till about 10. Yeah. Awesome. Um, uh, you can get tickets online on Eventbrite. Okay. You can find out all the information, whether you follow us or um, follow the Facebook page 513 or Food Fight 513. Awesome. Um, but you can follow Christian or myself on any of our yeah. social media. Mine's at Commander in Beef. Food Brush Ninja. Cool. Yeah. And I'll make sure I put some little on-screen yeah. titles. I'll drop it in the uh, notes. And it's at TQL Stadium downtown Cincinnati, right? It yes. is. Yeah. Cool. So free parking. Oh, that's um, nice. the, the space is, I mean, as soon as we walked in, traditionally food fight is held at a restaurant. Mm -hmm. Again, this is just, this is, 
it was it was an underground restaurant community like food fight type of like competition is where where it started and for this one we wanted to go really big because it is the 10 year so we needed more space and when we walked into this space I mean, it truly is like, this is it. Yeah, <laughs> like, really we just cool. knew it, it held the amount of people we needed it to. Um, TQL Stadium has been so great at um, their, I mean, opening their home to us, saying, yeah. what do you need? How can we support? We want to be a part of this. We want to be part of the community. Um, the chefs that are involved with them um, won one um, food fight a few years ago. Oh, no so kidding. for That's him, cool. yeah, for him, it, it really is. When you talk to people who've been to food fight, it's a really deep connection. Um, again, it's where we all get to throw down with our culinary brothers and sisters and yeah. just have a great time. I love it. Um, and we, it really is supportive. I mean, we really all support one another. Yeah. Yes, it's a competition, but like really, it's just fun. It's a great time. It goes for a great cause. Um, the Lee Initiative. Mm -hmm. um, Edward Lee started a nonprofit that's geared towards helping um, people of color, women in the industry, and just and restaurants owned by people of color and women. Anyone that's been marginalized so, in this yeah. industry, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, perfect. That's a good. It's a like great the cost. Southern Poverty Law Center of nonprofits for food and beverage. Yeah, and well said. So, and we have this wonderful uh, support support system from big industry names like um, Made in Cookware. Tillit NYC, uh, medium rare chef apparel out of Toronto, oh, Canada. Cool. Yeah. Like, so we have some international names. We have Spiceology. We have, um, so we just have a lot of support. Trimark, Halpern's, GFS, uh, like just a lot of both local and international support for this event to make sure it goes off well. Big giant raffle baskets. We're gonna have Adopt a Pit there uh, doing a wow. raffle basket, going towards you know the the foster of uh, of you know land of misfit animals that aren't misfit dogs, sure. all the floofs. And then of course, like I said, we're gonna have a big uh, basket that goes to charity as well. Um, yeah. So. Can guests that are going do they get to eat? Potluck. 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 Yep. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yep. If you're VIP, ah, you okay. get to Thank eat um, some small bites from Kayla and I, mm -hmm. um, right there at the the table that is the like the bar counter mm -hmm. that is looking at the kitchen. Oh, cool. So, and those tickets went for a hundred dollars a piece, and there yeah. was a very small amount of them, but all of that money goes to charity. Mm -hmm. We love it. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And so, okay, so there are VIP, and then the regular entry fee was at ten dollars. That's what I thought. Okay, yeah, cool. Ten dollars. Yep. Perfect. Well, hopefully, you see. Well, obviously, I I will see you both there. Oh yes. But I hope I see all of you there as well. <laughs> if you want to food fight me, just start throwing stuff at the windows because I don't clean the outside of the studio. <laughs> hey, all kidding aside, thank you. Well, I mean, I'm not kidding. I guess that's true. But. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but thank you both for coming, truly. Christian, always a pleasure, bud. Always and Kayla, it's really nice to meet you yeah, finally. Nice I'm so glad we you. got to do this. We should do more stuff on the show together. I'm down for it. Thank Let you. me I know anytime. That. Awesome. Love you. Kayla, welcome to the show. Looking forward to our future collaborations. I'm really looking forward to see what you do at Food Fight. It's going to be awesome. Christian, you're always welcome here, bud. Great to see you as well. And to all of you that are out there listening to the show, thank you so much for your support. I say it genuinely every week. If you're listening to the audio-only version of the show, there's a guy watching me very intently right now. It is very uncomfortable. Uh, <laughs> he's got a giant American flag hat on, which I mean, that's cool, but like he's staring very intently. Anyway, um... Huh. 
But I say this very genuinely to you all the time. I'm so thankful that you all listen to the show and you've made it such a big success for us. Uh, I love that you're watching the YouTube version. I know some of you have been following us on the YouTube for our shorts and all that fun stuff. Highly recommend. I know the Super Bowl is over and I've since updated the title. I made one of my favorite secret dips ever. I've been bringing it to parties for years, but I would never give anybody the recipe because you know what? I just wanted to feel like I mattered and a keep gatekeeping a recipe I made was the way to that. It's a sad life, uh, but check that out on YouTube. That's great. And of course, if you're watching along there, great. Thank you so much for watching. I love it if you'd hit the subscribe button and the little bell on YouTube. And if you're watching or listening along the audio version, keep it up, tell your friends. Uh, they told me recently that writing reviews, not as important as it used to be because it's an ever shifting market. So I just want to thank you all for your support. Truly, it means a lot. I'm working on some fun merch ideas. I have some bumper stickers. So if you ever find yourself in the area, I've got a few still in here. If you ever find yourself in the area, you want one, just come by. If I'm here and see me, I'll give you one totally free. It's awesome. Uh, and then in the future, you'll just feel guilted into buying shirts and other merchandise I make. Okay, on that, I'm gonna wrap it up. I am gonna go try to sleep off whatever I'm experiencing right now. And in the meantime, I'll see you out there in the aisles, which might be located in my living room right now. The Jungle Gyms podcast is recorded in the WJJI studio inside Jungle Gyms International Market in Fairfield, Ohio. The Jungle Gyms podcast is produced and hosted by Mark Borison.